Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Now I'm starting to have a panic attack because I'm literally thinking I'm having a heart attack. Right. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 32. This one brought to you by the Boudine Bakery. The new Boudine wraps with the same Boudine wow. I uh, want to welcome our new listeners to the show. I know, we, I know, producer Dan, we picked up some new listeners this week. Awesome. I've personally subscribed on their phones. Okay. <laughs> oh, is that, is that the new technique? <laughs> yeah, that's the new technique. Give me your phone. Let me let me click on subscribe here. So seriously, don't forget to subscribe. Check us out at somethingsbrewing.com. Follow us on Instagram at somethingsbrewing or shoot an email to Corey at somethingsbrewing. So producer Dan, what do we have cooking in the pan? <laughs> it's the, you know, it's the usual. I'm pretty, it? you know, even though we don't have a lot of great things. We don't things, have any surprising news, do we? We don't have a lot of great things to talk about uh, from, the, yet, from the UCLA do. effort. However, for some reason, I am... Really excited about this show. Yeah, I know. I, I think we got a great show you're kind of coming up. Me out a little. I'm bit. just excited. You yeah, know, I know. You, you know, just like anything, Dan, you you get out what you put in. So, <laughs> honorable mention to the our favorite number 32s, Mr. Magic Johnson, great basketball player and philanthropist. A couple of running backs with Jim Brown and Marcus Allen, and of course the infamous O.J. Simpson, and then Bill Walton and Sandy Koufax. So that's a lot of thirty twos. That's a lot of thirty twos, huh? A lot of and, a, and a lot of po- po- uh, politics in there. If you think a about bit, it, you know, yeah, a yeah, lot of a lot yeah. of a lot of stuff happening. What are you gonna do? A lot of polarizing figures. Right? So with that, we are off. <laughs> yep. So okay, UCLA football recap, but another recap. Um, You know what? And I actually quickly forgot to mention last week that Dan Guerrero, uh, athletic director for many, many years, is retiring. Uh, I believe in June after a, a long tenure. We wish him the best, and it will be interesting to see how the university goes, uh, what direction it goes with the replacement. I just want to say that. So, okay. We did not find an oasis in the desert, Bruin fans. The game started out fine, though. We moved the ball great. Uh, DTR threw a beautiful uh, touchdown in the corner to a, to our tight end, uh, but we had zero scoring in the second quarter. Uh, we went for it on fourth down, by the way, in our own territory, which I thought was shocking. Um, started out with a terrible uh, interception to start out the fourth quarter or the second quarter. Uh, first series of the third quarter was good, but two penalties uh, made us forced us to settle for a field goal. Uh, and then they went, came right back and scored on an 80-yard touchdown wheel route. Basically, the, the running back went into a flat. Our guy jumped the flat. He runs up the sidelines. And literally, our defender didn't even know that the pass had been completed, nor could it, did it look like he was trying. Uh, so it felt like it was a pretty, uh, pretty bad effort on the defensive side most of the game. But overall, not a terrible two-and-a-half quarters of play on offense. And then DTR goes down and, you know, they show him, you know, obviously looking like he's in pain. And I, I don't 
doubt that he is. Uh, I certainly hope that he recovers uh, 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 speedily. This is not a direct shot at him, but one thing I do hate is football players and more importantly quarterbacks that are seem to be overly dramatic. Okay, so uh, I don't know if we have a quarterback controversy, but uh, you know I did see DTR sprinting straight ahead on the sidelines uh, in some of the in some of the uh, in some of the footage, but apparently he he couldn't drop back, uh, and it looks like. He he didn't practice on Monday. We're doing this show today is Tuesday, uh, but um, it, it'll be interesting to see it, it, what happens and if Austin Burton gets a chance to uh, to make his first start uh, on Saturday. I thought he played very well and he looked to me to have really good composure. And one thing that I thought he did uh, a better job, even though he hasn't played very much, was his timing on his out routes was better than I've seen DTR all season, uh, which goes back to footwork and knowing where to throw the ball before the ball is snapped. So I'm optimistic that if he gets a chance to play, that he is going to show that he might get a chance to stay playing. I know the uh, old adage of you, you should never lose your your starting job to an injury. However, if he comes out and does get a chance to start and have a fantastic game, then uh, I don't see how you don't let him to continue to start. You know, in the third and fourth quarter, it felt like we might have had a chance to win. Uh, our poor kicker had a chance. He did make the first kick to push it to overtime, Dan, and then he got iced uh, by Coach Sumlin. That old, the old ice in the kicker bullshit. How dare you? Yeah, and now we have game over. So, uh, overall, terrible tackling in general, uh, and, and very bad coverage by the defense all game. And again, I said it earlier; I'll say it again. Not very happy with the overall effort. Uh, I thought Joshua Kelly, the running back, played extremely well, uh, and then. You know, what everybody's talking about is the Demetric Felton not getting a chance to play very much. He's certainly in the news. And, uh, you know, my ex-teammate, Deshaun Foster, the running back coach, he's getting a little bit of heat for not putting him in enough, which I don't think is is not rightfully so. Uh, and I think that uh, Jim Kelly's got a bigger, uh, you know, not Chip Kelly or Jim Kelly. Jesus. Wow. Uh, no, Josh Kelly is a, a bigger, better running back. And Felton is a smaller, more athletic all-around player. Uh, and I thought that Chip had gotten some valid questions from the media in regards to how come uh, uh, Felton didn't get a chance to play uh, as much. And he was very chippy with the media, uh, <laughs> as he's been doing uh, uh, quite a bit lately, uh, pretty much from the beginning. But at the same time, it is a valid question. And you know, how come we can't see both of those guys on the field? I know he told us that we had uh, one offense or one running back offense. And... I have no doubt that he's not going to take the uh, advice of the media and start putting Felton and Kelly in the game at the same time because then that would, in his mind, uh, make it seem like the media has won and they're <laughs> in- encouraging him or trying to teach him how to right. uh, to call the play. So, game over, man. Game over. You know, but I would say that he, if he's not going to play at the same time as Kelly going forward— as as Chip has, has said this week, then he's got to return every freaking punt that there is and every single kickoff that has possible. I don't care if he's five yards back in the end zone, take it out. You know, talking about statistics, Saturday the, the game marked the first time that Arizona has held a Power 5 team under 20 points in consecutive games since 2010. You know, we talk about being a young team all the time, right? Well, we got beat by a true freshman quarterback that never played before. Oh. All right. Made his first career start. Uh, he was inconsistent. Made some some bad throws, but 
he, he also made some really good throws, and he did a fantastic job managing the game. He didn't avoid turnovers, uh, and he converted on key third downs. And he's a true freshman. All right? We had about the same amount of first downs. We had 25 to their 21. We had more rushing yardage than them by a lot. We had 217. They had 99. We were close in total yardage. We, sc- we had another 450 yards, which is good, but only, again, scored uh, what, two touchdowns and a, and a field goal. We averaged five yards a play. We held the ball for 31 minutes, more than them. Uh, we converted on eight of 17 third downs, and that's, that's not terrible. They only converted on six of 17, but they didn't want it matter the most. We converted only one of three fourth downs. It seems like that's a little bit of an MO. Let's go for it on fourth down. Why don't we just go for it forever? Why are we a freaking punt? Let's not just go for it every single time. Josh Kelly had 127 yards rushing, and in DTR before he went down, in basically two and a half quarters, accounted for 243 total yards. So, you know, not bad statistical game by the Bruins, but what did we say a couple episodes? I think we named it, you know, just <laughs> win. And those are the types of games that we have to win. Uh, you know, I- embarrassing. So that that university, that Arizona team is not very good, Producer Dan. And yeah, that's what I, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm and I, I, know, I know you watched the game. Oh, I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to ever watch a game, actually? You know what? As it turns out, I don't have uh, any sports channels. <laughs> so you cut the cord? Yeah, I cut the cord. I got to pay for. How do you, can you do that? Can you pay for ESPN? We'll figure it out. Can maybe I get you, a free trial every time there's a game? Yeah, on? maybe you can uh, download something of mine or I'll record it. Yeah. I'll put it on a VHS and I'll bring it over. How dare you? So, up next, we're playing Oregon State on Saturday night and we're favored by five and a half points. We started out favored by seven and a half. I mean, are you serious? Uh, you know, I'm pretty pretty uh, shocked actually to see that we're favored in that in that in this game <laughs> as of right now. University uh, area Arizona plays Colorado, and uh, so let's move on to the preview because we pretty much set it all on the recap. So this weekend, Saturday at the Rose Bowl, 6 p.m., we play the Oregon State. Beavers. Beavers are vegetarians. <laughs> Which, it's definitely the worst mascot in the Pac-12. I, I almost can't even say the word beaver without <laughs> laughing yeah. at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's the legit. That's the legitimate uh, mascot. You know, I guess the tree at Stanford is you know, but they call they're called the cardinal, but it looks you know that the mascot yeah, is actually they, the tree. Right? Why do they use that? The is kind of stupid. I mean, the redwood trees, right? That's why. Yeah, but. Um, but the, the beaver is the worst. Felling trees so, with your teeth takes great strength. <laughs> so last time we played in 2016, we actually won 38 to 24. But this year, it's literally a battle in the basement with uh, us at one and <laughs> with us at one and four, and the beavers at one and three. Um, and uh, actually, a little side note: uh, the Oregon State Beavers is one of the only teams that I actually started four games against. It was two and two, both wins coming against ranked. Oregon, Oregon State teams that I, I might add, uh, but actually played against Jonathan Smith, who is now the head coach, a little short quarterback, and they had some some really great teams. So I'm going to move into a little more formal story time yeah. uh, and t- I tell a quick story about my freshman year summer between 99 and 2000. You have your seven on seven passing, you know, practices and things that the NCAA will still allow you to do. And we were playing Santa Monica City College. Okay. 
uh, a JUCO. And what did you just call them? <laughs> a JUCO. A JUCO. Um, and on the other team was <laughs> Chad Johnson at wide receiver from the Oregon State Beavers and Steve Smith, who I know was not a beaver, but still, I remember thinking to myself, and no offense to the wide receivers at the time at, at UCLA, but I remember thinking the two JUCO receivers over there that we're playing against are going to play in the NFL, <laughs> and the ones that we got are one one for sure will, uh, but we're not sure about everybody else. Um, and another, it was just shocking to see how great Chad Johnson and yeah, and and Steve Smith were at a JUCO. Uh, maybe we should get more JUCO kids. Uh, and one more, st- uh, uh, actually, story, two more stories. One not-so-great story, and then, a, and then a, a really strong finished story about the Oregon State uh, <laughs> uh, rivalry, if you can call it a rivalry, which actually I wouldn't. Um, so Matt Moore, who the Bruin fans would remember, was a quarterback behind me for a couple years, and then he transferred. But uh, not a lot of people, and he had a fantastic college career at Oregon State, ended up having a 10-plus year uh, uh uh, you know, career in the NFL, but if if anyone doesn't know this story, it's actually kind of a good one. So he's on he's a quarterback at UCLA, and he's on the headsets listening to the plays. And a couple uh, like Drew Olson gets hurt, and a couple other guys gets hurt get hurt gets hurt. And uh, one of the one of the offensive coaches says to the head coach, like, "Hey, we should, you know, should we put more in?" And literally, more is on the headset. And he hears the head coach <laughs> oh, say, no. "We're not putting more in. He's never going to play here." And he literally oh. yeah, he literally transferred. And then, uh, again, had a stellar Oregon State career and 10-plus years in the NFL. So Ouch. needless to say, that UCLA head coach is no longer was didn't last either. <laughs> um, and then one fantastic game, actually one of the best memories of my senior year, which is not a, f- a great senior year by any stretch of the imagination. But one of my two best games was at Oregon State, actually won the Gladiator Award, and it was a, one of the a, a good moment. when you After the game... Uh, on Mondays, it's always like a, a big day, especially when you win. You come in and they give awards, right? Like who had the best, who was the best offensive guy, oh, like yeah. who had the biggest hit. And the uh, the UCLA video department and all video departments do a great job. It's like it's their game day, right? They right, rec- they right. record during the game, but then they edit their game day and basically put a highlight reel together for the for Monday, Monday for Monday's wow. meeting, right? And then they do all they do a great job of putting together a highlight tape on Friday night before the big game too, right? So like get, oh, wow. get yeah, people get pumped up. Yeah. You know? And uh, they did a, a whole separate thing. They didn't give me the offensive player of the game award or nothing. And we were doing a, a thing that year called the Gladiator Award. It only, only was given out <laughs> once or twice that year because it was just one of those gladiator moments. Yeah. But uh, I'll never forget, I walked in halftime. It wasn't going extremely well up in Corvallis. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know we're playing at the Rose Bowl, but still it, it connects. Um, and I was getting so much they were talking so much shit to me as I was going into the game. You got to walk through the the crowd from the yeah. from the locker room into the stadium, and at halftime they weren't saying shit. And at, <laughs> and at the end of the game, I, I I don't I didn't talk a lot of shit in my career, yeah. but I talked some of the most shit of my career <laughs> after that. So. Um, last week, Oregon State did have a nice comeback win against Stanford, uh, nice. or had a nice comeback, but actually lost. In the last second field goal, Stanford. Sorry, like I said, game time is a, is six p.m., but it's the game is on the Pac-12 network, so that should help the uh, the uh, the amount of people that show up at the game because not that many people have Pac-12 network. <laughs> so you got to drive out to Pasadena, yeah, unless you want to yeah. try and find your favorite bar that uh, actually carries a Pac-12 network. But there's it's not as many as you think, so. 
Uh, <laughs> so moving on to rounding out the college, uh, the rest of the college highlights, Pac-12 first. So Washington beat USC. A shout-out to my brother Casey. Big win for them. Uh, I was actually surprised that Washington State lost and played so poorly against Utah. So either Utah is really good or Washington State's not very good as we thought. However, again, you know, we sh- we scored 67 on Washington State, uh, and they, you know, laid an egg against Utah. So maybe Washington State isn't as good as we thought. Um, Arizona State bests Cal, who I th- who Cal was sort of getting a lot of little hype throughout the country, and actually won $900 on a three-game parlay. Oh. Dan, yeah, nice. which I had which I had taken alongside the Penn State covering and the under, mm. which the under was 61 and a half, and they won 59 to nothing. Oh! I mean, how good are bookmakers, huh? Wow. It's unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. And and a little side note from a gambling so, uh, point, if UCLA would have won, I, I would have won 2,400 because I was four for four in a five-game parlay uh, wow, that I had nice. some really good picks with and uh, a couple money line picks, and uh, but they lost, so I did not win. So let's see if Cal can. I want to see if Cal can bounce back against Oregon. I highly doubt it. Uh, U of A, I guarantee, gets smoked by Colorado, uh, and that's my lock of the a uh, uh, pick of the week for the Pac-12 with that spread only at negative four point five right now. And then Washington will beat Stanford, but I don't think they're going to cover the sixteen. Uh, rest of the top twenty-five, I'm liking Penn State right now i like the moxie that they're showing and you know what from what they've gone through over the years uh i i think they, it's about time and it's not the first time that they've played well since this jerry sandusky bullshit that rocked the <laughs> the college football landscape and and ruined many people's lives uh so i'm i'm, I'm excited to see if they keep it going uh, mitch michigan did bounce back texas a&m finally played well enough to win oklahoma still looks unbelievably sick uh i was proud of the way that pat fitzgerald's team at northwestern played against a really good wisconsin team even though it was in a losing effort notre dame still is looking good uh alabama did not cover i gambled on that um which actually actually had a close game clemson also had a close game which was surprising uh shout out to mac brown for almost beating them at north carolina um and then ucf's back on track and ohio state looks almost as good as oklahoma so this coming week on the pack on the top 25 we've got a big game with iowa and michigan Auburn and Florida is a big one. Uh, I guarantee you Auburn's going to cover that negative three spread. Uh, Notre Dame does not cover the, their minus 45.5, by the way. Uh, and I'm also curious to see if SMU is actually really any good. So they're 5-0, and actually ranked for the first time in practically forever um, after beating a Texas Tech team and a TCU team. So let's see if they can keep it up or if they're just a bunch of hype. And I'm curious to see if Ohio State can roll through a very tough Michigan State uh, defense, even though they're at home, um, staying away from that game from a gambling standpoint, I believe it's 20 and a half, but a big shout out to my favorite Michigan state fan on the planet. You know who you are. So <laughs> let's move the chains wow. over to the rest of the sports update. So first on the NFL front, I can't believe that we, Dan, we? I can't believe you forgot. Well, did we do something? Yeah, I can't believe that we forgot to talk about Eli Manning getting benched last week. Uh, seriously, did how you? Did, do you? You how saw that? Z- it's amazing. It's amazing, right? Eli Manning is benched uh, during a game of football by so, the coaches. I'll tell you. 
Talk to uh, me. The, all of last week, and that's why I'm so mad that we didn't talk about it more on time, but I had to bring it up because I do want to make my point, is that there there was some people questioning on whether or not Eli Manning is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And mm. I don't care how unathletic he is, and I don't care how weak his arm is, <laughs> and I don't care how sometimes, you know, just a little doofusy he looks. He beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Case closed. First ballot Hall of Famer, moving on. Uh, by the way, <laughs> do you remember last week, though, how we were recording during my big Rams bet, Sunday yes. Night Football bet? Yes. Yeah, I won that. Nice. Yeah, remember my butt was tight? No, it was very tight, yes. So, yeah, very tight. So, uh, quick recap on the, on the NFL. So, there's only two more team, two teams left that are undefeated, the Patriots, obviously, and then... The, the Chiefs hung on, hung on to have a nice win against the Detroit Lions. The Rams got smoked by the Bucks. Can't believe that they gave up 55 to Tampa Bay. That was shocking. Mm. The Dolphins haven't won. Our, our, our UCLA brethren, Josh Rosen, hasn't had a chance to really come out. His coming out party still remains to be seen. The Redskins are 0-4. And, and remember, that was the game that I didn't get to go on the plane with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that you was remember, the fancy trip. Yeah, fancy right. trip. You know who was at that game? Cruise for Congress. Remember our buddy that's going to. Absolutely. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know he was there. I would have told my wife, I'm going. Yeah. Uh, Broncos are, are, are 0 and 4. The Bengals are 0 and 4. Um, and then the Bears. Uh, great win. Okay. <laughs> Another Bears. Bears win at 16 to 6. Real offensive showing. And Mitch Trubinsky. You, you could tell I couldn't watch his his, his injury. He fell on his, his non throwing shoulder, dislocated it clearly. Like oh. you don't need to be a doctor to see that that was Game that over, happened. And but Chase Daniels, a big Bears fan that I am, I know we got some Bears listeners, looks great. And I remind all of the Bears fans and football fans for that matter that Rex Grossman, with a fantastic Bears defense, made it to the Super Bowl. So I'm hoping that I, I feel bad for Trubinsky, but I felt like Trubinsky was starting to peak and potentially already peaked, and his accuracy down the field was not necessarily going to win us a Super Bowl. But our defense, the Bears' defense, is scary, like actually frightening how aggressive they are playing. And as a defensive-minded quarterback, I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. This is a, finally the last time we can talk about this on the Major League Baseball push. The Cubs officially lost nine games in a row to not make it into the wild card playoffs. Ouch. They fired Madden, which I guess had to happen. I, I, I actually like that guy. Uh, but when is Theo Epstein going to be part of the problem? by the way, or I guess he just gets a pass forever because he's young and uh, <laughs> smart and won, you know, World Series with the Red Sox and won with the Cubs. So, but eh, whatever, we'll still give him some time anyway. I bet Madden ends up coaching for the uh, Angels, by the way, just a little side note. Uh, but the Brewers and Nationals in the National League wildcard just finished mm. literally before we went on. Oh, is that right? And it looked like the Brewers had the game in the bag. Nationals had a spectacular eighth inning and... uh and they're moving on. They're playing the Dodgers. So we can't wait to do some uh, do some uh, analysis. I will be at plenty of those Dodgers games. Hopefully they make it all the way. And then the Rays and the Rays and the A's are tomorrow on the wild card for the American League. And you gotta love October baseball, Dan. Yes. Um, do you have? Remember we talked about this months ago. Don't you have a TV that you can use the ears to get the satellite for free? 
You should try that. Yeah, I got to I got to disconnect it from my radio and put it back on the TV. <laughs> so, yeah. Cuz yeah. I would like to see you uh actually So it's going to be a normal TV or something? Yes, like it's the playoffs. They're going to be on regular One TV, of, like a network you, or something. Yeah, or or heaven forbid, you go to an establishment and have a uh, like some food. And what kind watch. of establishment would that be? A, like a bar, a, or a restaurant? Oh, really? Yeah, anything basically with the TV. Yeah, like the uh, the Mexican restaurant Dave in Westchester or whatever. Dave and Buster's will have Where uh, islands. Every, you, uh, every no, single islands. establishment that has a TV will have it on. Dan, even islands with their stupid surf videos, they're gonna. Well, I love. Turn actually, them off. I actually love islands for for that reason. I do too. When it's a commercial of a sporting event, you can watch how amazing. The surfers surf- are yeah and they are sick. it's unbelievable yeah. i could never get past the w- breaks my <laughs> right, shoulders right. were always hurt you yeah. know i had an injury shoulder injury yeah. um but uh shout out to my man rusty williams he he was a, the, was a big the surfer? biggest surfer i've ever seen 300 yeah. pound surfer <laughs> nice. but that's what happens when you grow up in san diego and you, and then oh, I, yeah. and I grew up in uh you know, in, in, Chicago. in Chicago. Oh, and by the way, the WNBA finals are happening in case anyone cares. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't even know who's playing, but I, I heard it's happening. Okay. Several so, teams are very, yes. So I'm very excited about this next uh, section, Dan. So let's oh, yeah? slide over to the pop culture. <laughs> I love Google Dolls. And I'm, I'm actually, we will take email bets about the over-under. I haven't looked. I haven't done the search yet. Okay. On the over under and how many weeks in a row we'll be able to find another song that goes with slide. So last week I remember you know we used we I thought we used a great one, but this one is even better. Love the Google. Oh, I got guys. an idea for next week, but I won't say don't it. Say anything. No, don't no, say no, anything. I don't want to ruin it. Don't say anything. We gotta keep them coming back, Dan. Yeah, we do. Gotta keep them coming back. So well, love the Google dials and I love Iris even more. Sorry, go ahead. What's Iris? Did I cut you off? That's their other song. Oh, Iris. I love them so much they got two songs. I thought I thought that was a person. Really, Iris? I don't know. Is she with yeah. the WNBA? I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, it was perfect timing. Yeah. Um, so on the pop culture scene, uh, not not a lot happening, that at least that I saw or, or felt like it was uh, uh, newsworthy for the show. But the Emmys did happen. Does anyone still care about no. that? When producer Dan doesn't even watch the Emmys and the Oscars, you know there's trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's so many TV shows now and so many networks slash outlets. Like, who, who could almost, be that invested? It's, they might as well change it to, from the Emmys to the streaming awards. Yeah, I mean, right? basically, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, although I, I, I take that back, I guess Game of Thrones is on HBO, but how many you can watch HBO streaming only and not pay for all the direct TV. Yeah. Which they did get the most nods at 14. Did uh, they? HBO? Yeah. And I will do a, a give a shout out to uh, Julia Garner from the Ozarks. She's, she's so good. Oh, she good. She's so good. I can't remember the name of her character, but she's Ruth. So, yes. Yeah. She she's is good. So good. And then you know what? I I haven't watched all of the episodes of Barry with Dude. Bill Hader, but I, the ones I have watched, I thought so good. He's, he's good, and he won an award. Bill Hader's so good. That's cool, right? Yes. Because not a, correct me if I'm wrong. Batty. Not a lot of common com, uh, com, uh, comedians, comedians, com, comedians. Not a lot of comedians win Oscars. Am I right? No, but he he's a very good actor, though. Very, he is very very good actor. He is. Yeah. He's one of my favorite Saturday Night Live people of all time. Great impressions. Yeah. Do you like impressions? I love impressions. You like impressions? I, I do. Wow, that's good. I wish I could do some. Well, think think of it. We'll play like, some. We'll play some next week. I hope you can bring some to us in the future. Yeah. Um, so with that, let's move over to politics. Do have a little more. Do have a little bit more to talk about oh, the politics we? scene than do the we? pop culture scene. Oh yeah. So I went a little heavy on politics this week. 
And uh, let's see, where do we begin? Oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it seems like <laughs> it seems like I can't turn on any news station without hearing the words impeachment. How dare you? So it sounds to me like it's certainly heating up, or it looks to me like it's certainly heating up for uh, a potential uh, run and push at it, whether or not they actually go forth with a vote on the Democratic side. But before we move on to some other points I do have about that, I do want to make this point. And we've said very many, many times that we try and stay as apolitical as possible. I lean slightly to the right. You lean slightly to the left. And together, we yin and yang it. And we, you we're know, pretty baby. much down the middle. But I will say this. Whatever you want to say about Donald Trump, and I, there's so many things that I dislike about the man, just like my mom does. Um, <laughs> I will say I this, this, though. Pod. He went into office as a billionaire, and he will come out of office as a billionaire. Yes. And that is not the same case for, oh, I don't know, pretty much every other politician on the planet. Yeah. So you can hate the man all you want. But you look at all these other politicians that went in poor and came out wealthy, and you tell me there's not something wrong with our government. Whew. All right. Wow. By the way, Dan, um, do you know the other? There's only been two presidents on the, uh, in the history of the United States that were ever in, impeached. Do you know who they were? Yes. No. Okay. Well, well no, impeached meaning. The process went all the way through and they ended up getting kicked out of office. So no president was ever impeached to to the uh, point of uh, yeah, right? two got impeached by the like, quote, by unquote, Congress right. and then acquitted by the Senate. I'm going to say Andrew Johnson and who's that other guy? Who's that other guy? I forget. Oh, what's his name? I did not have <laughs> sexual relations with that woman. So um, is that me? <laughs> that was actually a funny joke, Dan. <laughs> yeah. You know, if 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 I didn't if I didn't know you any better, I would actually feel a little sorry for you. Yeah, wouldn't you? There was a touch of honesty <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, there, was. there yeah. was. That's for another show. There was a we'll, touch we'll, of honesty yeah, there, Dan. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle the next year's election because it seems to be like it. it I don't remember tweeting being a big deal when I know that Twitter was around, but. Tweeting as a politician, I do not remember it being such a big deal in no. 2016. No. And now all of a sudden, it's it's no. pretty much only almost only whatever people well, no, only during, think people cover. Right. Now, during the Obama uh, runs at, at office, they leveraged social media. But Obama didn't really tweet himself. No. The campaign did. Right. Trump, I mean, they fired a guy from SNL for a couple of things he said on a podcast. Donald Trump tweets all day and night. I know. I it's know. just, it's amazing. I, so I the, wish that I wish all of them. Pull. I wish all of them would stay off Twitter. All well, of them. It's probably better for all of us, honestly. <sighs> yeah. So, okay. Enough about that. Okay, Let's so move who on. Who's the other one? Johnson? Yeah. Andrew Johnson. Johnson and You know, Clinton. you know, Andrew Johnson. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So I'm going to move, move on. Forget that. But this is still political. So the Fair Pay to Play Act, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, was actually signed into office. SB 206. That's the one that where it's, you're going to allow, you're going to allow uh, California uh, collegiate athletes to get paid for their likenesses. Likenesses. It was signed into law by Gavin Newsom. And he announced it on LeBron's talk show. Are you fucking kidding me? Why do you take issue with this? I'll tell you why. All you can talk about is money and fairy tales. No, you know, exactly. No, I'll tell you what oh. it makes me feel a little bit more like. Crazy. 
crazy pill. Yeah, that's what it makes me feel like. <laughs> because why doesn't Gavin Newsom got his get his good looking ass off of LeBron's show where he's so excited to talk about something that's going to go into effect in 2023 and worry about some of the other shit that's going on in California? Because I can't convince my wife to leave, and. It's it's ridiculous. So <laughs> you can't you know, get her to leave California. Yeah, can we? Can you focus on Are the you homeless? Trying to get her to move away. Yeah, focus on the homeless crisis and not pay, have making us pay more in taxes than anyone I don't know in the country, and seemingly getting absolutely nothing for all the taxes we pay except for great weather. Hey, do you know that? And he has nothing to do with that. What, and, and this whole go on the LeBron James show isn't LeBron James the one that's trying to copyright Taco Tuesdays. I take issue with that. I don't know. I haven't. Read, I haven't yeah, read he's that. trying to control Taco Tuesdays. He's not going to win that argument. You don't think so? No, definitely not. That's good because so, I don't want to be beholden. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame to you. LeBron James every time I want to eat a taco I on hear a you. Tuesday. I hear you. A couple more points I want to make on this uh, pay for play thing, though. Okay, so huge implications. Uh, and, and now the NCAA has finally changed their tune a little bit. At first, they said, "Well, that doesn't—that's not going to work." And our player, our, we're not going to have any uh, competitions in California. And um, it looks like they're going to have some big issues. And then they signed it into law. And uh, now the NCAA is like, "Well, uh, they—I guess they got somewhat of a point." And it looks like we're going to need to make some changes. <laughs> and it looks like something that's going to be implemented. We're talking about 2023 for, for gosh sakes. Uh, and you know what? How are you going to handle? So you're saying, as of right now, it says you're going to pay me for making an autograph. What's to stop me from going to a auto dealer that's owned by a big donor of the program and signing some autographs? Instead of taking money, I'll just take a car. And what's stopping me from taking the car for signing the autographs and giving it to a teammate of mine? Oh, I don't know. And how is that not going to create even more disparity between the big market teams who can afford to, oh, I don't know, pay people to sign autographs? Yeah. Or think about the social media implications. We got high school kids that have Twitter followers, okay, uh, Instagram followers. So now all I need to do as a donor is pay a, an influencer, a, a college football player as an influencer, which happens all the time easy, in the easy. real world. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I see some major, major problems with this. And by the way, you remember my idea about tying compensation to graduation and some sort of a 401k, 401k plan? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hey, NCAA, it's Corey at somethingsbrewing.com when you are ready to talk. Okay. <sighs> I tell you. I'm, I'm, it's it, it it really makes I, me angry because remember the, the you're time- so fired up. I was trying to put you on TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah, well, you can be a TikTok influencer. It's the next big thing. Oh, I can't wait to hear about it. All right, so let's pack our bags for the travel section. Okay, where are we where are we going? Well, one quick clarification before we talk about what happened. So last week I talked about my wife traveling. I said something like nine days and three weeks, but I want to make sure we're very clear on one thing. Or one on something. Mm -hmm. She only does that once a year. Okay. okay. My okay. wife is not just, my wife <laughs> is not just traveling all over the place. And, and, and I saw she doesn't listen to the, sh doesn't listen to the show, but if she did, I don't want her to make this seem like I was yeah, calling like her she's, out. Yeah, like she's never around. All around. Right. Okay. Because I, on the other hand, spent You're jet setting all around. <laughs> I, on the other hand, spent four nights in Napa for the first, <laughs> yeah, for the first PGA event of the season. Yeah. At the Safeway Open. Okay. My third year doing so I actually took a year off last year. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to the uh, Bentley Hills Hitachi. Uh, 
Uh, my buddy Natu Panduit, who actually has a plant in my hometown, Panduit. Yeah, I, I saw Panduit. We shared a, a big skybox in the Seventeenth Green. Did you guys go to college together? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't believe. It. I was like, Panduit. Are you kidding me? I grew up in New Lenox. And I was like, can I have some Velcro straps? Uh, I love Panduit. Uh, uh, who else? Let me see. Uh, Majestic Floors, uh, myself and Hub International. And a huge thank you to Next Systems and the Navy SEALs. So we tie uh, the whole uh, charity to uh, the Navy SEAL Foundation. Oh. And, be, and, and, and also another charity called a Navy, a SEAL for a Day, whereas corporate folks can, can literally pay to go Feel what what it's like to be a Navy SEAL. No, thank you. <laughs> exactly. I pay good money to never have to feel that. Yeah. So uh, super cool stuff. If That's you great. if you uh, if you ever want to check it out, certainly shoot us an email. We'll connect you. And 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 seriously, a big thank you to Sourdough for his hospitality and my consistent open tab <laughs> at the uh, Country Club. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, fantastic skybox. We were there for the Wednesday pro am. Place looked great. Uh, and actually, considering two years ago when I was there, and for those of you that are golf fans, this. Was the 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 tournament that had a huge fire at it, and literally, I was at the skybox on Sunday morning. Flew out of Oakland later on that day. Saw uh, the the smoke in the distance. Landed in L.A. and saw it on TV. The oh, skybox that we were in two years ago burnt to the ground. No. Oh yeah. Holy huge, bro. beautiful homes that are still not been rebuilt, but the golf course looked great. Uh, saw all kinds of celebrities. You know, Steph Curry made a fifty foot shot at our basketball hoop. Literally hangs on our on our skybox, and that made oh, yeah? that made national TV on ESPN that night. Uh, who else hung out with John Daly's wife? That was interesting, uh, and actually spent a decent amount of time with uh, Cameron Champ's dad. He was actually the guy that won. So he's um, uh, uh, buddies with my, my, my good buddy, Sourdough. Nice. And it was actually a great story. It was the lead story on Sunday night on Scott Van Pelt uh, uh, Sports Center because Cameron's grandfather was in the hospital in California and they're from Northern California and literally not that far away. And, you know, we're not sure if he's going to make it and all that stuff. Uh, so they literally like had him on the phone. He was in tears and he, he wow. literally said, if I never win another PGA event, that's it, not going to matter after this because you know, that, that was so awesome that's amazing. with his, with his grandfather there who literally like taught him the game. So I'm betting he'll win a few more than that. Uh, but that remains to be seen. Had dinner with Romo and some friends, uh, our buddy Drew, was uh, you know Bennett was there, and then saw Jake Owen on Thursday night. Uh, so there's a it's a music festival for three nights in a row too. So you got oh, a yeah. great setting, nothing like Napa, uh, yeah. in, you know, in September. It was beautiful, um, but I have to actually tell this story. It was a little bit serious for a few moments. So on Wednesday night we went out to dinner. You know, it, it was a hundred and some degrees at the golf course, super hot. Didn't drink enough water and drank too much. You know of the other stuff, and go to a lunch on Thursday, and I'm driving from the lunch and I go in the wrong direction through those windy roads of Napa, oh. and I'm, I'm in a Tesla again. I rented nice. another Tesla, uh, and and I realize I'm going in the wrong direction. I'm going to a golf club in St. Helena when I need to go in Napa. So I put in the coordinates again. It's going to take me like 40 minutes. I'm doing the windy roads thing, and my hands are getting numb, and my feet are getting numb. So I'm thinking I'm having a heart attack, and I'm literally now I'm starting to have a panic attack because I'm literally thinking I'm having a heart attack, right. and I'm in the middle in of the nowhere. Woods and the winding, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen a lot of people. I literally pull over. Wave down, the third car goes by, two don't stop, third car pulls over. I'm like, hey, do you mind if you stay with me, dude? Like, I, I, I there's something wrong. I, I'm about to pass out. I can't drive. Like, I'm Holy something's cow. happening. I want you to be here. So, this nice gentleman, 
he actually hangs with me for a little while, follows me to the golf course, and I oh go straight God. I go straight to the medical tent and I say, I don't I don't think I'm having a heart attack. And they're like, Sir, did you walk down, you know, <laughs> the 18th hole to get to the medical tent. I said, pretty sure. Yeah. He goes, they're, they're like, oh, you're not having a heart attack. Yeah. I go, but are you sure? Right. And and I, I mean, I feel even awkward even telling the story, but I was, I'm still today in such a great mood because I had never been more scared in my life. I bet. I'm serious. I bet. And, you know, I, I just got heard a story about another guy who's 29 and had like the, the you know, the widow maker in his leg, but, oh, yeah? he, but he caught it, you know, if he, but if he was by himself, he would have died at 28, you know, that, wow. that thing, that the blood clot. Yeah. And it just take you. Yeah. So I, I mean, like, I feel I didn't have a, you know, near death experience. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by, by no stretch of the imagination, but God damn it. I'm using it as one. Hell yeah. So anyway, next. So Jake Owen, loved the guy. He was a super entertaining and, and, and put on a great show. Then, though, Friday night, Bad Company. No. Okay. Bad Company shows up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they go on an hour and a half late as if oh. it's still the late 70s. Yeah. Okay. And it's and a free, it's bad a free company. concert. You'd think they'd be in bed. They look from a distance like they're 40. Really? <laughs> but up close- not so much. 85, yeah. And then I got to give Rob Thomas, okay, just like Google Dows, I like Google Dows. I actually said I love them earlier. I, I like them. Mm. I love Matchbox 20. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And Rob Thomas put on one hell of a show. And you want to know why he's a consummate professional, Dan? Because he started on time. Did he really? Yes. Seriously? Yes. Good for Rob Thomas. I was, suddenly have a lot more respect for him it than was, I used it, to. I, I was literally, the night before, I was, I was getting amped up because I couldn't believe that Bad Company hadn't gone on. And then the following night, I was amped up because I was so proud of Rob Thomas. I, you the know, second time I said proud very, of somebody that I don't know. Right. He, this, but he's such show. a respectful <laughs> young man. That was really wonderful. Yeah. I, anyway, I, I love him. Did he him. do that Carlos Santana song? No, he didn't. Are no, you didn't. kidding? No. Isn't that his biggest hit? Yeah, he he didn't do it. Well, he probably said I might have missed it though cuz I had to I wanted to watch the the, uh, the UCLA game. So I didn't might I he might have done it I didn't see it. So anyway, finally we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's bit, bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around cuz then you're going to know. So, for the new listeners that I hit subscribe on your phone, thank you for <laughs> joining us. I highly recommend you go back and listen to all 31 episodes prior. I highly doubt you will, but if you do, good for you. Uh, but so, wait, so, did, so, let me ask you something, just what? off the record. Sure. Okay, off the record. Yeah. Did you really subscribe to our show on people's phones? One hundred percent. You did, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, they said, I, you know, I hey, wear, you've got a podcast. I wear, yes, I yeah, I wear whatever. I wear. I wear all my brands. Right. We're Hub International. Sure. Organized Chaos yeah. and Something's Brewing. And they said, like, somebody says, "What's Something's Brewing?" I said, well, it's a podcast. They're like, oh, I love podcasts. I said, give me your phone. Right. Boom. Done. <laughs> so quick recap, because we're on to pause law number four. But for those of you that it's first time listening, the seven, it's the seven pause laws. Okay. Seven rules to success through positive thinking. Number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, remember a round of a pause. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, never play possum. And number seven, feel the pause and effect. Mm -hmm. So this week, it is remember a round of a pause. And I want to connect the dots this week like I did last week with, again, what happened with the UCLA game and a foreshadow for 
the upcoming game. So again, remember a round of a pause. Now, yes, I understand. We did not get to realize what that feels like in Tucson. There was no oasis in the desert. However, you'll get where I'm going with this. It's about muscle memory and focusing on what it's like to have a great moment worthy of a round of a pause. Okay, that's what it's like. It's about remembering that feeling. Everyone knows what that's like. I don't care if you've never been a big time athlete or played a big instrument or you have, haven't felt that in a long time, figure out how to find it again. Preferably not feel like you're having a heart attack to do so, <laughs> but highly recommend it. UCLA didn't do it in the desert. It can be transferred to relationships too. Okay, it's not just about being selfish, it's about giving to other people as well. Uh, and I, I feel like we potentially are going to have another round of a pause. Okay, we, 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 we watched it on TV against Washington State in one of the mer- most miraculous games ever in the history of UCLA. But I want to end the show with one of my <laughs> favorite songs of all time because I think it's Perfect timing for what's going on right now. Damn. Till then, baby, you're gonna and put it down and make cry, cry. Don't you know? Don't you know? No, you can change, change. You can go your way. You can hold on for one more day. You can hold on for one more day. Things are going your way. Wow. Okay. It should have been Wilson Phillips' pause. So, if you listen to those lyrics, Dan, yes. it's a perfect chorus for what is happening right now, okay? Because I am not alone in the UCLA community of getting a little impatient, okay? Right. And, but when I listen to that song, it makes me optimistic right. and allows me to keep a positive attitude about the upcoming game. So let's hope that we, we remember what a round of a pause feels like. It's been a while since we got a win at home. But remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something just may be brewing at the Rose Bowl. Finally. Corey Pons is back at quarterback. Beavers are vegetarians. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.